in three, two, one. How's it going, everybody? Welcome to episode 10. I repeat, episode 10 of the Nick of Time podcast. We're in double digits now. It's pretty exciting. Um, it's a Sunday evening, you know, perfect time to get a podcast in. And we have a very, very special guest for you. A good friend of mine. Grew up on the block, you know, oh, back in... Back in Odessa, Odessa, Texas, (laughs) we grew up together, uh, played sports together. Um, A good friend of mine, Dwayne Amoya, everybody. uh, Can't wait for you guys to meet him. If you already know him, can't wait for you to listen to our stories, our experiences. Dwayne, tell the people a little bit about yourself. Uh, If y'all don't know me, uh, you might know me soon. Nah, but my name is Dwayne Memorial, man. Uh, me and Nick, we done grown up. Uh, we done been through it, bro. It, it's it's a whole... It, it's a whole lot. Me and him have been through a whole lot. But, uh, I mean, but about me, uh, right now I'm pursuing this MMA career. Uh, I actually got some great news. In April, we're supposed to go pro. And I, so, you know... That's, that's some great news coming up for me. But, uh, yeah, that's the journey I'm on right now. So that, that's that's about me. Yeah, that's, that's the most. Uh, uh, yeah, I'm like <laughs> 24. Look, I, you know, I'm not I'm not good at introducing myself. I'm not good at bragging. But, yeah, uh, for sure, man. Don't, yeah. don't, don't worry about that. We'll do all that for you. And I got a bunch of MMA questions uh, to come. Uh, but. I think I told you this before we went live. Like, I just love starting out the podcast, especially with guests I had, like, previously talking about, you know, the journey, you know, uh, before we get to the whole MMA going pro, which is huge news, right? That's super huge. I think about, I was thinking about doing this podcast and I was like, Dwayne, man, I'll never forget <laughs> the first time I realized, right, this man lived, like, down the street. You know, and we didn't even know. <laughs> it too. <laughs> a good that was one, funny. Man. Yeah, I think it's because we both had real strict moms. I think that's what it was. You know. <laughs> yeah. yeah, like, I mean, I, I still won't even forget <laughs> when we uh, the, the the neon little <laughs> the Dodge neon baby. <laughs> Pushed that about two days. <laughs> <laughs> bro you gotta tell the you gotta tell the people that story for sure yeah, so look it, it was like this nick nick had his uh his his driver's permit that's what it was right yeah he, i just got it he just got his driver's permit <laughs> i had a car you know? but yeah my mom she she you know she was real real strict you no know, real protective she's like oh you know you ain't got no license you ain't got no this so you can't you can't uh drive this car around you know <laughs> only way you can drive this car around is if nicholas adams drives your car i'm saying you want me to pull up to school with man every day with him driving my car and, and it's cool, like you, you hear me, like mom. <laughs> yeah, oh, mom, that's, mom, that's funny, yo. And um, to all the people out there, right? Um, to have any kind of car is a blessing. Don't get me wrong, but it definitely wasn't no damn car. It was like scrap Ooh. metal with <laughs> with a few pistons in it. You know? <laughs> 
it was uh you know on uh cars how lightning mcqueen be sponsoring all them uh all them messed up cars <laughs> exactly what my it was uh my was it was that the first whiptavius yeah whiptavius whiptavius the first whip whiptavius that was the nickname of the car and uh yeah, we, we also, what people don't know, a little fun story about that Dodge Neon. It was a Dodge Neon, like an 04, right? Didn't have no ox or no, none of that. So we had a burnt CD, the Carter 4, baby. We listened to the Carter 4 every day on the way to school. Every day. Well, well. <laughs> The, the two three days we we pushed it you feel <laughs> every single day we was we, we was in there you know what i mean i'll never forget that i i didn't want to listen to the card for ever again after 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 those few days hey i feel you i feel you on that like i ain't listened to it in a while neither <laughs> <laughs> you know like, no. not, you know i love me for wayne bro but the card for is probably the least listened to <laughs> The album I listen to, I'm not gonna count. <laughs> yeah, for yeah. sure, man. I remember, I can't remember who we were playing, but I remember it was a Friday, bro, because I remember it was game day. Ah, I, I want to say it might have even been, was it Permian? I can't, it was a home, it was a home game because I know we weren't leaving out of town. And mm. we always took the same street, right? Because we didn't live far from our high school. We hop in the Dodge Neon. I'm driving. No, I'm not. I'm not driving. Dwayne was like, it was like over over me driving. So he was like, I don't care. It's my car to drive. I was like, dude, I don't care either. This is your car. So we're coming up on this four-way stop sign right by school. I think it was like 10th and I can't even remember what the other street is. But there's a lot of cars stopped at this four-way. It's by the <laughs> corner of the daycare and the, that yeah. are like a gas station. <laughs> you know where it's at. Yep, exactly. And um, I remember we're coming up, and I'm like, "Bro, stop! Like, stop! There's there's no cars in on the the street that we're going, but there's a stop sign that we have to stop at. But there's other cars on the rest of the four ways. So like, I'm like, stop! The way he's like, "Bro, I'm trying, I'm trying," and I'm like, and I'm screaming, I'm like, "Stop, bro!" He was like, "Don't you see I'm effing trying?" Like, you know, they're screaming at each other. So I pulled the e-brake. <laughs> right? And after I pulled the e-brake, right. I'm like, bro, what happened? And then the car, like, dies. And I'm man. like, oh, my God. We had to push it off to the side, bro, and walk the rest of the way. Yeah, people and I was like, yeah, you know. It was real, real busy in the morning, too. It was fine. <laughs> Yeah, they're like, look at these black motherfuckers, man. That's so funny. But um, yeah, I remember that, and I was like, that was a good, that was a good way to start the day. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> go, that was go like Bronco. A, junior. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah, it was because I, yeah, I was, I was a sophomore. Dang, we bro. Yeah, I, we <laughs> do nothing. I ain't contribute, but I was there. You feel me? More support. <laughs> <laughs> that's so funny bro yeah did i ever tell you that you know my dad bro my dad's crazy and um in a good way or yeah, yeah in a good way really but uh, 
for like a homecoming gift when I finally came back overseas, they got me like a few like um like posters just for like memories and stuff. And then uh my dad was like, Hey man, he's like, I bought these games, or both my parents did, and they bought like a bunch of like the Odessa High games that used to come on on Sundays. Hey, we used to go to dating house. <laughs> 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 Yeah, that was a spot, bro. That was a spot. Yeah. Shout out to Dayton, by the way. That's my that's my dog. Hey. We nice. still tight. Gang, baby. Um, yeah, man. And I dang dude, 2013, right? That's yeah, it was 2013. Was that what eight years? years. Jeez, check, check this, bro. I was thinking about this the other day. Uh 2015. Seven years, bro. In three years, right? Three years. Mm-hmm. You're gonna have your tenth high school reunion. I know, bro. <laughs> I know. And you're gonna be in the <laughs> UFC, bro. I'm gonna I'm be at home. I'm gonna be like, I don't never buy pay per view, bro. I usually just go watch the fight somewhere, but I'm like, I'm buying pay per view as soon as my boy, my hey. boy makes it, you know. <laughs> you don't tell daddy they be streaming them. Nah, be streaming. <laughs> Uh, Sixty dollars a lot, Daddy Dana. You feel me? <laughs> I'm the one. You got. <laughs> yeah, for sure. But yeah, just to, I mean, like I said, um, talking about us growing up and, and whatnot. I remember. So I mean, my sophomore year, junior year, but even before that, like we were always playing basketball, uh, working out, just getting into it. You know. Remember how we met? We met like how we like officially first because I always knew of you, but I think yeah. it's whenever we go playing that dodgeball tournament together, <laughs> where we it was me, you, uh, Byron, um, and we it was one other person. It was like, and we were playing those like professional ass uh, the dodgeball. Oh yo, yo 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 yeah. <laughs> I forgot about that. I have a pretty good memory. I forgot all about that. Bro, that's funny, that's bro. Really funny, bro. <laughs> all right. So, so let me tell the story, yo. So, obviously, right, for those of you who don't know, Dwayne was a year ahead of me. But I was always, you know, around the older kids just naturally through sports and whatnot. They had the fro. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Not anymore, bro. It's uh, This is as long as it ever gets, bro. I got to keep it short. Ben Diesel right. style, you know? Look. That though, <laughs> <laughs> but bro, um, just use it till it go, bro. I know it's gonna be gone. You see my yeah, daddy, bro. Yeah, my that's what I'm saying, bro. My genetics, it, they, it was bound to come sooner or later. Yeah. I'm not, fi- I'm not fighting it no more. I came to peace with it, which took a long time, by the way. I was, dang, man, because I used to have this. You know, I used to have a you, yeah, yeah. You used to, to do whatever with your hair. I remember. <laughs> and, you Used to grow in like two weeks, just mm-hmm. yeah. beady beat up. I can't yeah. ever get and it. now and now it still grows, it just grows really quickly and recedes. So yeah, we ain't doing that no more. <laughs> yeah, I don't blame you. <laughs> but hurts. uh that dodgeball story, man. So uh me and Dwayne and Byron and a bunch of people, I think I was like it was like me. I think I was the only one in my grade that really like hung out with you guys as far as like football. Guys, yeah. go. You and, um, that what? I was accepted. Oh yeah. <laughs> I, was, I, mean, I was about that life, bro. You feel me? You know? 
And I wasn't I wasn't scared of nobody. But um we would we started playing like travel basketball and like leading up to playing basketball in like high school or whatnot. Well, one day there wasn't any basketball going on. And then Byron calls me, right? He's like, hey, man, you want to do this dodgeball tournament? And I was like, yeah, I'm athletic, you know, I got a little juice. I was like, yeah, sure, you know. And then uh, <laughs> I got an arm, you know, I can throw. And uh, I was like, cool. So, you know, Misty in the, in the Escalade pulls up. Wang it. <laughs> <laughs> And then obviously that was the first time we met. It was like on the way to go play this dodgeball tournament. And I thought it was gonna be cool, man. I was like, I was like, dude, we got a shot, all this stuff, right? And then we get there, bro. And it's just a bunch of grown, grown people, bro. I was like, is there there ain't no age limit? <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh. I said it was like I'm talking grown folks, bro. I was like, I asked one day, I was like, hold it, he's like, uh. 39 i was like how old are you he's like 28 i was like what are y'all doing like did they put this like on on the odessa american like the newspaper or well the boys and girls club bro like <laughs> what y'all doing hey the thing that you, they didn't pull up like they uh, at floyd Gwynn sleeved up uh <laughs> oh my lord hey <laughs> i'll never forget but bro, yeah, that, you broke hmm. real quick, real quick. You broke up just a little bit when you said that. I'm gonna repeat it though. Uh, they pulled up in like sleeves, right, and like headbands, and they was ready to go. Yeah. Like, I was like, "What is this? The Globe Trotters?" <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> the Globe Trotter uh, dodgeball uh, branch. Like, what's going yeah. on? Yeah, facts, facts. And we got mopped. Like, I don't think we won a game. No, nah, we didn't. You want to know? I, this is how I remember. It. I remember us. I because <laughs> oh, this is how I remember. I remember picking up the ball, throwing it. Packed every time. I'm just like I'm getting packed up. <laughs> like damn. But I remember you were always the last one, bro. You was you was always the last one, and you was doing all your maneuvering or whatever. <laughs> and. I mean, it's not like we won, but you got a couple dudes out. You feel me? Yeah, I was gonna say, dude, I used to beam them, bro. Like, I was like, I, I, I could, I could swing a dodge, but I was pretty, I was pretty good at getting people out. But, oh man, that's so funny, dude. Thank you for that. That's a gem. I totally forgot about that. That's funny. And then, obviously, continuing on to that, like we just started playing basketball and hanging out more, whatnot. Yeah, because that's when I found out where you live. That's when I you live down the street. And I was like, oh, <laughs> you live right here, bro? Like, <laughs> right here? Yeah, man. Yeah. It's, cra- it's crazy to think because I was thinking about it the other day. Um, or a few weeks ago, I took my nephew to um, uh, to Odessa. And uh, obviously, like, he was like, hey, can I go to uh, – I would be, you know, your house, you know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. To go hang out. And I was just like, dang, man. I was like, it's just, it's just crazy how like, you know, that, that transpires. He's a little mixed breed too. You know what I mean? So it's like (laughs) the exact same scenario. Your little homie called that basketball. I I see how nice he is. Hey, I love my nephew and this may be biased, but I don't care what anybody says. Do when I, cause he plays like, they have AAU for nine-year-olds, bro. Mm. 
that's like a real thing. I didn't know. Well, anyways, he plays on the AAU team here in San Antonio. And, bro, he's one one of, if not, to me, the best player on this team. And not just him, bro, but these nine-year-olds, bro. Dude, they when, I say, when I say, like, dribbling down the court, right, stop behind the back, right? And I was like, bro, there was no way – at nine years old, I was doing a behind the back. I was doing, the, uh, you know, you got to look behind your back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, nah. like you know what I, I mean. And I was like, I was like, damn, man. I was like, hey, they on a different level, bro. Yeah. But I was, I was, I was telling my sister, I was like, I think one reason why is because of like watching it is so accessible now. Because we had to watch like basketball games. And, bro, when you're young like that, when you're 10, you know, like, you want to be outside. and Or at least we did. You know, you want to be out doing stuff, playing video games, whatever the case may be. Not, like, sitting and watching, like, drills or, like, film, you know, or basketball games. But now they could just throw in a YouTube video and be like, how do I do behind the back? Facts. You know what I mean? So... That's crazy, bro. Then we had to get uh by the instructional video. Uh, <laughs> uh, um, ex basketball player that never made it. You feel me? <laughs> Yo, I, I was I was just thinking about it because we talked about the dodgeball, right? And then we go into like actually playing basketball, bro. Like in middle school, dude. <laughs> <sighs> Look, those are some of the funniest times I think I ever had in my life. <laughs> I'm crying, bro. It's so funny. Me and basketball had a love-hate relationship. <laughs> hey, you did I it wanted, all the way through, bro. I'll give, you, I, I'll give you that. I wanted to be good at it. I wanted to be. But I wasn't. You <laughs> I wasn't. I could jump. I was athletic. Defense on lock. Boy, you put that ball in my hand, I'm getting ripped every time. You know? it's, yeah, for me, it, and it's crazy, you know, it's, and you know, coming from, you know, my brother, you know, joint, you know, called a basketball. So yeah. it's like, I always, you know, people are like, oh, you're supposed to be a little more, you know, you're supposed to be like, yo, uh, nah. <laughs> That like that. I'm sorry. I don't have to go yeah. to a new sport. That's funny, yeah. man. Hey, but you excelled uh, at tight end, though. I remember, uh, <laughs> I remember because I have all these game films, man. Do you remember? Uh, dang, there's so many football stories. But do you remember your senior year? Was it your senior year? Yeah. When we played Lubbock Monterey, mm-hmm. the first game, right? And like Damon, bro, he had like like six catches, bro, for like a hundred yards. Yeah, man, what's going on? Hey, I'm, <laughs> hey, our season looked like we were starting for fifty thousand yards, boy. <laughs> I swear we looked. I was like, oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, I remember. Yeah. I remember. I remember that game too, bro. Because there was this guy that was trying to that was that was gunning for you, bro. Do you remember that? You like got in his face. I don't know if you remember that or not. Cause he tackled you. We ran the ball. He like tackled you, and and like you were you were trying to block somebody, and he came 
wasn't nowhere in the play and like tackled you. And you got up and you like started like getting in his face. I was like, bro, I was like, bro, don't mess with Dwayne, bro. I was like, he'll be on you. I, I don't recollect that, but I do recollect doing a whole bunch of stuff like that, though. You know? <laughs> It, it, it's definitely a true story. I can't remember it, but I believe you, you know, because I'm not going to lie. Yeah, it, being on that field was different, you know, especially with the team we had, bro, like the little family we had. Come on, bro. We, we was a nutty-ass family, bro. We, <laughs> we, Dude. oh, my God, bro. Like, and you start aiming bars, you feel me? We got, we got, uh. Our boy said we got a JQ, you feel me? Like, <laughs> plus we got the whole the whole old line, you feel me? The them boys. <laughs> yeah. You know, sure, man. I have an old supervisor of mine, man. And um, you know, I really don't um uh talk about it much because it was like mm. you know, it was just cut it was it was high school, or whatever, but he 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 asked me one day, this was uh probably about a year and a half ago when I was in Turkey, he was like, dude, where does this like, you know, cause he always spoke highly. I mean, and always like, you know, it was like, you're a natural leader. Like, where does that come from? And I've said this on a few podcasts, but I've never said it with anybody that like I actually was on the field with, but I was like, well, first, a lot of it comes from my parents. Right. But I was like, most of it comes from playing football. And he's like, well, what do you mean? And I'm like, he was like, but he, he always was like, well, a lot of people play football. I was like, yeah, but a lot of people don't play football in West Texas. You feel me? You know? <laughs> One thing, I when I went out to, you know, Phoenix, you feel me, when I was doing all that, there is, you know, they people think they know football, bro, but there is <laughs> West Texas football, bro. Like, you can't compare, bro. Like, like yeah. and they nothing. groom you, bro, from a little child, you know what I mean? Yeah, you know, we're raised for this, bro. Like, this, you know, y'all do football just sometimes, you know. We <laughs> did football year round. Well, I was telling somebody, football. I was, yeah, I was telling somebody the other day where I was like, dude, I was like, we would, I said, we would practice. Our practice started at 4 30. We get out at 4 10. I said, we'd practice from 4 30 till probably about 8 o'clock at night. And I was, and like, and people like, I think I was like, dude, this was Monday through Wednesday. And Thursday was a little shorter practice, but I was like, this was, Every every week for what week. ten weeks or how many games you play? Hey, but peep did like put. I was thinking about this the other day. Like put this like we like me and you especially, bro. Because since junior high, bro, we <laughs> never took a break. Summer, no breaks. Like we no, didn't bro. summer, bro. When we were we were having fun, but we were having fun <laughs> working and you know playing football. Like you know, I hear people. Arizona, they're like, oh, yeah, I'm going on vacation. This is this, like vacation. <laughs> vacation. Bro, you better get these routes in, bro. Come on. Hey, hey you, you trying to go hit the field? Yeah. <laughs> hey, bro. It, yeah. Different, you know. They, they don't understand that, you know. Some yeah. people don't understand. And about that leadership and just that, like, that hardening aspect, bro. Because we're talking about how it. You know, we're not just talking about a reminiscent. We're talking about how it transcended into our lives today as men, right? It's like, I remember, bro, being a sophomore and they, they, dude, I, a genuine fear. And it wasn't fear of people or the coaches, right? It was fear of like my own self-conscious of, I don't want to mess up. 
when they blow that whistle, Coach King blow the whistle, beep, and be like inside hole, bro. Oh my gosh, dude. And I wasn't just. <laughs> You can do that. I'm not talking about Tom. Not talking about your senior, or you know what I mean. Like I'm talking. I'm a sophomore. <laughs> or not even. Not even. Let's start your sophomore year. My freshman year. Spring ball, bro. Mm-hmm. Oh, bro. They call inside hole, and I don't even know the signals, bro. I don't even know the signals, and they're and they're like calling plays, and I'm like I'm like asking CJ. Shout out to CJ. Like what the play is and like just I don't even know what I'm doing let alone like trying to read the defense and I would just get screamed at and it wasn't the coaches because you know me I'm I don't I don't really fear no man yeah. you know it was just, I was I was scared of myself I, I don't fear no man but shit <laughs> you feel me <laughs> and then Ronald King you know uh <laughs> You know, I I ain't have nightmares or nothing, but uh, he was definitely in the corner of my head. You feel me? Yeah, but I, I uh, but I think he, he yeah. no, but I think him being in your head was was not. It wasn't directed towards you. It was you d- towards yourself, saying like, "Dude, I can't mess this up." You know what I mean? Right. Him screaming was just like background background noise, you know. And I just remember, bro, like just messing up. And messing up and messing up. And you know, by the time you actually get the hang of it, it's just crazy. What I'm saying is, it was crazy to see in that short amount of time transcending from the the scared like boy, right? To now you arguing, right? At by by the end, like by the last season, right? Like, I know what the I know what the hell I'm doing. Uh, you know, I'll never get that out, but uh, <laughs> you, you know, but like, uh, you know, it was it was good fun, like arguing with that man, you know, because well, no, it wasn't. Let me, let me, let me <laughs> uh, what am I talking about? That that was a stressful situation. <laughs> yeah, that's funny, man. Um, yeah, but it taught me a lot, man. Like, I think it taught me how people. Like, I think the, the most, like, thing it taught me about is, like, how people work, you know? Because, like you said, we were always, hey, we're going, we're going to go lift, we're going to go run, we're running routes, we're doing drills, ladders, all this, et cetera, and we were at it, right? And I remember, man, calling other people, knocking on people's doors, bro, in the summertime. Like, hey, you coming? Oh, man, I got to go to work. I was like, okay, what time you get off? Uh, I get off at this time. I'm like, all right, well... I'll come back. I'm going to do it in the morning yeah. and I'll come back whenever you're ready. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, dedicated, you know? I see what you're saying, yeah. Yeah, I'm not going to lie because, I mean, before I was, you know, because I'm not going to lie, me and him, we had a chat one day and I'm pretty sure you were around for it, you know? He had, he had told you and, me. You, you uh, and who? Me and Coach King. Okay. Because he was talking about, you know, he was telling me I need to be a more of a vocal leader. Remember, yeah. like, and I, you know, me, I'm not, I wasn't really the vocal guy. I was the lead by example. You feel me? Like, I was, you know, well, show up to work out, show up to this, you know, half the parts on you because, you know, I, I would show up to, you know, 
the the you know the workouts we had to be at but you know the little extra work i'm not gonna lie you used to get me out the house you used to, <laughs> used to get me out you know once you say oh, let's go run some rounds it's like oh well fuck you know let's, yeah. let's go work i wanna you know you know disappoint I, I feel like more for me it was disappointing everybody else you know i yeah. didn't want to disappoint nobody but anyway i'm going off track Look, i'm over here just no, talking. no 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 but um the thing with him, we we had a talk. It was a good little talk, you know. But he basically explained to me, he's like, Dwayne, you got to start being more of a vocal leader because uh, you you can always lead by example and stuff. But sometimes you just have to speak up. Like people will will not respect you if you can't speak to them, you know. And I was listening to your other podcast. I think you were talking with Sinjin about just speaking. You know, you got to be a good you know a good speaker, like basically, you know, good. Uh, conversationalist you feel me yeah but uh, you know to you know yeah, bro, I'm over, <laughs> I'm over here hey but you, you gotta be a good speaker you better speak speak Dwayne speak <laughs> now nah, I'm just messing with you I'm playing I'm playing but yeah man now nah, for sure and I think um another thing too that people don't realize and I want to highlight this too because I talk about mental health and whatnot and I touched on this a little bit with Sinjin but like I said, we were different eras. You know, I was already done graduated by the time he started playing varsity. But um, uh, talk to me because it, it it was a little bit different. But I never asked you this, man. As close as we were, because it really affected me growing mm-hmm. up as as a teenager. I guess you could say the social aspect and like the mental health side of it off the field. Off the field, like during high school. Yeah, like when you would be in class or going to school, and then like you know what I mean, like hanging out and stuff like that. When we weren't actually doing the work, just in general, like what's what like comes to your mind when it comes to the social and like mental health side of that. I mean, me me personally, I mean, uh, thankfully, you know, I I didn't really have to go through anything too bad in high school. You know, like. Thankfully, I had a great little family home, you know, family life, you know, both my parents in my life, you know, so yeah, everything's cool. You know, it, it wasn't like any arguing or nothing going around at our house, nothing like that. So, I mean, so for me, I, so it was. I mean, to cut you off, but I'm speaking right. more so to like interacting with other people that that wasn't like that wasn't in that circle. You know what I mean? Um, Okay. I mean, I, bro, I like back in high school, bro, I was just, it was real good spirits for me, bro. Like, yeah. but anything, if anything in high school, one thing I didn't like, I, I did lack the confidence that I have now. You feel me? Yeah. I, I lack the confidence of just like, I, I used to be afraid to like tell people what I really felt. You feel me? Like, I, I didn't want to hurt yeah. nobody's, you know, like mentally with me. I didn't want to, like, you know. Yeah. You're less it, transparent. You feel me? Like, yeah. No, I got you, man. I yeah. The only reason I, I asked this and like, I, I don't I don't want to like repeat the podcast, but I right. honestly don't care. I was telling Sinjin, man, I was like. I remember, and it's probably different because of like positions, 
mm-hmm. but I just I just remember man like being in school like having my headphones in and I just didn't want to talk to anybody just because I felt like everyone was just like oh uh, it was like hey Nick hey Nick hey Nick hey Nick good luck this Friday hey blah 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 blah, 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 blah. Right. And it was just so much like social pressure that I was like, dude, I didn't know who to trust. You know what I mean? I knew I had like my my the team, you know what I mean? But you're not in class with the team, especially not me. You know what I mean? Being in like mostly like advanced classes, it was like, see, you know, and, like, see, but that's the thing for me. And that's what I'm trying. You're like, bro, in high school, bro, I was so naive and blind to that. But I didn't even think about like mental health. You feel me? I didn't. To me, everything was. <laughs> this is just it. You feel like I'm just I, it's life. You know, I'm just going. <laughs> I never had like till I got out of school. That's when you know my life started. I started going through my little situations. I was like, ah, like you know, my little battles, you know. But yeah. that's why I'm like so grateful, like for the home I grew up in. You feel me? Because they, my parents, did a great job of just having me naive to all of that. Like you know, just. I was just focused on facing football, you know, like I wasn't even thinking about how you know, other people felt really, you know, like I was, I was <laughs> going through, you know, but I live life, you know. I you know me, I'm goofy, bro, always smiling, laughing. Like that, that's just what I was. So that's good, man. I so see then and that's that's basically I guess what I was like trying to get at. Cause dude, it was way different for me. And I don't know, maybe it's just cause like I just saw things in a more intellectual, like deeper way. And like I said, this all goes back to like my old supervisor. And he's like, where all this, does this come from? Like, you know, like just being a, not only a natural leader, but like a good, like caregiver, you know what I mean? Cause my supervisor was like, you're really good at taking care of people. Like, cause I'm a supervisor, but he's like my supervisor, you know? So I have like, I had people under me that I was in charge of. And he was like, you know, you do a really good job of looking out for people, all this stuff. And I'm like, well, just one, it comes natural. And two, like, I had a lot of practice, you know? And in in high school, for the most part, I was surrounded by people, a close, tight circle. And then everybody else, there was onesies, twosies there, but I didn't know who I could trust, et cetera, et cetera. So when you fast forward, all right, cool, I'm a supervisor in the Air Force. I want to do everything I can to make sure I got my people mm. because, because I had, or we had this big high school, right. And it was <laughs> a handful of people that I could trust in a big right. social environment, bro. Think about how many people. Were we in were the to, hall. <laughs> bro, you would see a new person every day. At, oh, that's high school, bro. You would be like, who the fuck is that? Bro, she's been going here. <laughs> years no she hasn't <laughs> this is my very first time meeting this one. like yeah man like bro the, the thing to get me is like whenever you used to like see like certain like players that you just like one day bro, <laughs> like nick bro i've never seen you at school before like I'm dressed up i've never seen you like how are you just be like what's up yeah. like you know we always yeah. dap everything but like, <laughs> That's facts, man. That is facts, yeah. And it's crazy to think how um how how you separate yourselves from other people, you know what I mean? Not just physically like on the field, but just as a person, you know. That's funny to think. 
Yo, that's funny. Yeah, man. I don't know. I think um, it it taught it taught me a lot on how to you know how to strive for better, how to want more out of yourself and demand more out of yourself. Shout out to all the coaches, all the teachers yeah. I had, all the friends that supported me along the way. I appreciate y'all. Y'all the real MVPs. Yo, hey, that's, <laughs> that's one thing, though, bro. Like, like I don't know yeah, most most coaches, but I I can still even hit these boys up and they'll still give me the same love. You feel me? Like some some yeah, coaches thanks. will not do that. You feel me? But I I believe our whole coaching staff, our Juju senior year, mm-hmm. put in a lot of time, man. They put yeah. in more, just as much time as we did, if not more, because it's their job, you know. Um. But yeah, man. And then, all right. So we kind of touched on on football, basketball a little bit. Uh, do oh, Do you remember? Do you remember track. them track days? <laughs> the dreadful track days. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, track was probably so the best moments I ever had were definitely football moments. But the funniest and just most goofiest were track moments, bro. Because why? We only did it to, like, make get stay in shape. And one, it was forced. We had to, right? Hold yeah. up. Let me, let me backtrack. One, we had yeah. to. Yeah. One, we had to. Two, we try to stay in shape. And three, we're just trying to get faster, which Man. I don't even think is, like, possible. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I ain't going to lie to you. Uh, <laughs> uh. <laughs> Try to get out of some track workouts. I did successfully a couple times, but whew. And but I know y'all used to hate me for it. I used to have like three field events. I used to run about two sprints or something. I gotta go. Them five hundreds. Yo, yo. So uh, shout out to Coach Thompson, by the way, track coach uh, for Odessa High at the time, and Coach Bogart, a uh, real one. Um, but. Uh, but just to give the audience, the people listening, some backstory, Coach Thompson, one of the nicest guys you'll ever meet, real upbeat kind of man. Thank you. And uh, <laughs> we would we he he had everybody in track right all year long, right? And the people that ran all year long ran cross country. Wow, we were um, what's it called? Well, we were in football basketball etc so come track in the springtime right it was like okay the football guys are coming anybody that thought about running sprints sorry that's not happening because bro i sprints bro and and also look i know some of (laughs) y'all i'm sorry all right look i know y'all worked hard all year (laughs) and we just came from a whole other sport and just took all and it's not my fault, y'all. It, <laughs> yeah. It, it's you know, just like, <laughs> it feels so yeah. bad, bro. Like, I don't mean to laugh. Sorry. This is, I, this is, um, you know, kind of unprofessional me. But hey, it's a podcast. What can I say? Uh, hey, yeah. Nah, and it, not- and it, it, it was just realistic. You know what I mean? Like, Naturally, the people that ran track can't coming off across country were just better long distance runners. You know, you had a few that you know had them, had them, had them, 
at them go-go's, them get-ups, you know what I mean? At the block. Yeah. But for the most part, it was everybody on the football field that could run sprints. And we were chosen accordingly, not by us. I didn't I wasn't picking my events. You know what I mean? Coach Thompson was the one that was picking where everybody was gonna go. Uh and I just remember, dude, there was always like such like a divide. You know, they hated us, to be honest with you. That's what I'm saying, bro. Like, we grown now, but I apologize. Like, there's no real beef between us, y'all. Like, I apologize, too. I uh-huh. apologize, too. It was just oh, different. It was different worlds. You know what I mean? Like, and that's, that's what I'm saying, though, right? Like, it was, we were at such a big, like, social, and we we're in such a big social environment that there's literally two different worlds. Like, the only reason I say that now is because as a and I'm thankful for that. Right. And I'm thankful for everything I've learned because everyone doesn't get that experience. Right. I've met so many people throughout my Air Force you know, career and, and from everywhere, from all walks of life. And I'm sure you probably felt this when you're playing ball in different places, like people from small towns. If you have somebody from a small town of like 30,000 people or less. And then another, but somebody from that same town and they go to high school together. Like it could be a female girl, guy, doesn't matter age. They, there are so much similarities in them. You're right. Right. Cause I, of where they're from. So me, wait, wait, when you grow up in a high school social environment, <laughs> dude, where there's so many different, you know what I mean? Like environments and cliques and, and stuff like that. It's crazy. Let me ask- Question, bro. Like when you were traveling the world, like did you like meet certain people and be like, "Hey, let's for so we just talked about dating earlier." And we we're like, "That's dating, but from fucking Germany." <laughs> <laughs> yup, bro. You, like, bro, that's exactly. <laughs> you know, and it's crazy how you attract to the same people like over and over in your life, bro. Like, yeah, if, bro, instantly too. You know what I mean? And that's what's crazy. It's almost as instant as it was as a teenager. You know, it's crazy yeah, to bro, think it's about. Wild. Yeah, it happens all the time. But like, yeah, man, that social environment we had. You know what I mean? The dudes that that wore uh, boots with and one shorts. You know what I mean? And a and a wife beater to like <laughs> dudes that starch their jeans every day. You know what I mean? Blows uh, with the hard <laughs> and the long ass tube socks. <laughs> you know, what uh, I mean? we were, it was like little clicks, bro. We was like, what's that? Uh, what's that uh, movie? Grease. We was, <laughs> yeah, was like, bro. We had <laughs> clicks for real, for real. But I think you I, learn a lot. You know what I mean? Throughout okay. all that kind of stuff. But yeah, man, track. I remember. <laughs> I remember going to Austin, bro. And we, this was probably your senior year. Yeah, it was your senior year. And for those of y'all that didn't know, I ran the 300-meter hurdles. In my opinion, and so did Dwayne, in my opinion, the hardest – no, the second hardest. The hardest race in track and field is the 800, which I oh, yeah. never ran. The never. second hardest is the 300-meter hurdles. Why? Wow. Because it's almost a lap, right? The 400 is hard, too. That's like a close second. But it's basically a lot, but you got a hurdle. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh, I remember I remember being in the last heat, man. And you know, everyone's like six three, six four. Um, 
six foot on a good day, you know? Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, <laughs> and dude, it's cold, bro. So, like, I'm warming up, you know, doing hurdles and stuff like that. And I was pretty good at them. At least hurdling itself. I was pretty good. And I was decently good. Yeah. And um, I remember being in the last heat. And I could tell just by the first heat, there was five. I remember just based off the first heat. And it was a big track meet. Do you remember the one I'm talking yeah. about in Austin? Yeah, I know. Talking about it was a uh, we were uh it was like on two different fields they were doing like I think it was the first time we they were doing like javelin or something like that. Yep. Yeah. Was, and was, dude, and it was like all all black people. We think, right. It I was, did it. It was the, <laughs> <laughs> right. So I'm 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 talking, dude. So we finally get in our heats, and I'm waiting, and I'm jumping, I'm doing this, and I could just tell based off the first heat. I was like, dude, those are the slowest people. And I'm in the last one, you know? And I'm like, dude, oh, uh, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Just don't get last. Maybe just don't get last, you know? And then I start talking, right? Because, you know, I could talk. And I'm like, bro, do y- do y- does anybody else want to run, bro? I was like, let's just chill on this one, bro. I'm trying to get everybody to chill. <laughs> right? Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on, I, I got it. I, yeah, yeah. I'm like, I'm like, I'm trying to get everybody to just chill. Bro, I know you don't want to run, bro. That's why you're standing there. You know, I was like, you ain't even moving. I was like, let's just like take it easy, bro. I was like, and we'll call it a night because it's like one of the last few races, right? And then uh, he was just standing there. And then, oh, oh, dude, that was in lane one, bro. I was in lane two. I'll never forget this. And I'm talking to everybody, just trying to just spark conversation. There was one guy that was like with me. He was like, he was like, man, he was like, F this, yo. He was like, he was like, he was like, he was calling people. He's like, you want to run for me, bro? He's like, come run for me. I think I was holding your blocks, bro. Yeah. I think it was there. I did not, I did not want to run, bro. I did not want to run to save my life. And then I talked to old dude in lane one, right? Or tried to at least. I was like, hey, man. I was like, I was like, you down to just chill, you know, take it easy. And he looked at me and then looked ahead. We had one more, there was one more heat ahead of us. He looked at me and then looked ahead and did like one of these, started moving the shoulders and was like focused. And you know, when you do the jump, the I call it the frog jump where you like bring oh, your knees up. to your chest. Yeah. <laughs> bro. And then I turned around to everybody, bro. I had the whole heat laughing. And I said, bro, y'all might as well just give up, bro. <laughs> Oh boy, ain't talking. I said, I said he winning. <laughs> I said y'all might as well just give up now, bro. He about to dust everybody. This man did, didn't didn't respond to anything I said. I said y'all about to get dusted, including me. And I got seventh out of eighth. Didn't get last. You know hey. what I mean? But bro, they. they and that dude in the first lane did win. I think he like broke like his school record that that day. And I was just like, dude, they were just too fast, you know. I was in the middle of the pack, but in the middle. Yeah, you was only like a, a sophomore, junior at the time, anyway. He wasn't. Even, <laughs> he was running on varsity. He was last heat. You feel me? Yeah. You, you yeah. wasn't even three other hurdles. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. I was gonna say, I was like, bro, don't you hate it when you have to track me, bro? And <laughs> You got the dude who, oh, uh, yeah, bro, I'm not even finna run. I'm not even fat. I'm Ooh. not even fat. <laughs> that man got them jets, yo. Scooter the who? It's either the one that's super humble or the one that doesn't say anything. 
You know what I mean? There, there's no like normal people that are like super fast. Like anybody that like responded to me, like I said, the dude that I beat was a guy that was like trying to get other people to race for him. You know? <laughs> right. He he was running for punishment. <laughs> yeah, but but if somebody else would have been like, bro, I'm not even really that fast, man. You know, you remember times about people used to yeah. lie. <laughs> I used to lie. <laughs> uh, yeah, I ain't even good. Bro, you probably gonna jump out the roof. Nah. <laughs> I don't even jump for real. <laughs> Man, hey, gotta be like that though, bro. After <laughs> in track. I don't know. I ain't never told the truth before a track. I'm lying. I probably was the kid who told the truth. I'm like, bro, I'm not bad, but I'm really not. I'll be real with you. I, dude, I always said the same thing, bro. Unless they ask for my times, I really don't say them. But I would just say I'm I'm not. I was like, I'm not good. I'm not bad, bro. So we'll see. That was my that was my thing. I was like, I can go. Don't get me wrong, but I could get it. But I was like, you ain't gonna see me have this burst. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. But we'll compete. We'll compete. You know. <laughs> compete. Hey, <laughs> Is though while I sit here and cap and be like I'll be playing as soon as the race start I'll be bro. mad as bro real you're not gonna beat me bro like bro then and that then that dude that's still in us today bro that's what I'm saying I think that's why it's so cool to talk about it and just like see that transcendent I remember I used to, I was talking this whole this whole mess right this whole mess um trying to make people laugh and I said on your mark and I remember I'd get into the box bro. And as soon as, right before set, it wasn't on set, I'd take a deep breath, exhale, and I'd, like, I'd see you red. Like, I'd, I'd be pissed off, right? And I was, like, just because I'm going to run until my heart stops. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? And that was, that's what you got every time. The thing you is, still was, well, shit, if we're going to do it, we're going to do this shit. Like, <laughs> If we gonna do, we gonna run. Like we not <laughs> look retarded and nothing. Like, <laughs> yeah, man, that says a, that has a lot. That says a lot about you know. All right, you are disrespect to my boy JQ, but I just <laughs> do you remember when he ran at me, bro? No disrespect to my boy when he got dusted, bro. <laughs> Dude, that's I'm why talking. I'm telling you, man, you would I never catch me. Uh, you said what? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, I said you would never catch me in an open 100, bro. People don't realize, right? The open 100 is for fast people. And it's not for, like, people that are, like, kind of fast. No, it's no. for fast <laughs> people, bro. If you come fast, you're going to find out that you're only kind of fast. You <laughs> that will be exposed, sir. <laughs> in front of everybody bro because you know everybody's there for the 100 because it's kind of like in the middle of like the meet and you know everyone doesn't stay to the end everyone doesn't get there at the beginning so it's like the 100 is like dude every everyone's there for that you know what i mean and thank god i never ran it bro i never ran the 100 i think i ran the 200 once and i did okay in that and i was like no I was like, it would only be, and and because I can like sustain a stride for a long time, that's why I think I was good at the three hundred and the four hundred. 
I think that when I ran the 200 and he was like, you want to do the one? I was like, no, because I was gaining on a 200. I was like, if anything, if you left me less time or less uh, track, I would I would get dusted, bro. In a one. <laughs> you know? Yeah. But that's funny, man. Yeah, it. man. So we grew up together, man. Had all these had all these great memories, and then we go in to life, man. Yeah. Talk to me about that, man, because I don't really know much. I mean, I obviously know the UTPB days, but yeah, no, so she life after high school for me got rocky. I ain't gonna lie, <laughs> got real, real rocky. Um, man, bro, just. All right, well, we'll, we'll start with the UCPB thing. So I, I got my scholarship to UCPB, you know, and I was, I was over there playing ball. But, you know, I had started dabbling in the wrong stuff. You know, just I was bull corn, you know, I was missing class, you know, I was being, I was being a whole fuck boy, you know, just not. Uh, yeah, you feel me? Being a real dickhead, just stupid, bro, just a real goofball. Bro, I wasn't going to class. I, you know, I had a little ego on me because I'm, I'm not gonna lie. When I went to UTPB, and for me, that was like college ball. You know, I in my head, I was like, UTPB, I'm gonna go here, go play here, so I'm gonna transfer. I'm gonna go D one, this and this and this. You know, yada yada. Because you know, in high school, I never had the chance to actually play like the receiver position. You know, yeah. I was, you know, breaking my neck and trying to block D one. Real quick, I wish, bro, I so wish. Dude, if you would have been there for my senior year, bro, I missed three games. I missed three games. I think by game number five, I think I was like at, I want to say, I like 1,200 or 1,500 yards passing. Yeah. Hey, you want to know what pissed me <laughs> I was watching. I'm like, oh, start throwing the ball now. Go do it. When I'm gone, breaking the record. What you broke a whole? You threw for what, like six hundred, almost almost six hundred yards the first week. <laughs> no, so the first game, I broke the record for most yards in a most offensive, like sole purpose yards in the game. Yeah. It was four eighty four. I think it was like split down the middle. I threw for like two fifty, and then ran for like the rest. It was like two thirty. Yeah, and you had like four or five studies, right? I had four I, touchdowns, yeah. I want to vote for you on the, you know, Texas player. No, it was five. Yeah, I think it was five yeah. for Texas player. You lost to some dude who had fucking, like, <laughs> some ridiculous impression. <laughs> your impression. I was like. Yeah. But, but you I, wasn't I, for me. No, and then, like, dude, getting, getting my ankle rolled up, and then I got a concussion against Millen Lee, and, it, it, dude, it was just down. I spiral from there. Yeah, dude, I missed two games. And then I came back for the Permian game and messed up my ankle again. And that's why <laughs> I didn't that's why I didn't play the last. Like, dude, I literally I had when my senior year, ah, what game was it? I think it was Millen High. I rolled it, right? And then uh I was like, whatever, dude. I was like, wrap it up. Adrenaline shot, I'll be all right. I, I Bro. Shout out. <laughs> we played Middle Lee, and I still went off against Middle Lee, but 
they were just better, man. They just outscored us. And I, dude, I I was getting blown up, bro. The reason why we passed it so much is because we couldn't run the ball. And I think that was our that was our downfall your senior year was we were so spoiled with running the ball that I didn't get enough. Yeah, I wouldn't That's say that. we bro, we just never took many opportunities to throw the ball. And what that does is I feel like it really once I got to my senior year, it really affects your develop quarterback development. Cause you know what I mean? Because now when it was when it was your senior year, it was like, okay, we run, we run, we run. Now we gotta throw. You know what I mean? So it was like for you it's, it's, a, a, it's like a I can just what dish on the rock. This is this is fun for me now, like your senior year. This is this isn't like uh we this play, this play, like I have to make this throw. I have to <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. You, you know what I mean? Yeah. So by the time I got to my senior year, bro, it was like, oh, first first down right off the gate, right? We get the ball at whatever, yeah, at the 20. And we're running a pass play. And I'm like, what? And then that gives me a confidence. You know what I mean? And then I was good. I was just What? You know? <laughs> On again? Oh, all right. You feel? Yeah, I know. I can On you, top bro. of not wanting to get my head clobbered, you know what I mean? I was trying to get that motherfucker out. You know what I mean? I was yeah. trying to get the ball out. And, bro, you know, I wish we would have did our seniors. Just, you know, just quick game a lot more, you know, just you know, just to get it started. You know, we did have a – don't get me wrong, our run game was nice. But, you know, I, I want the motherfucker too. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but – yeah, yeah, for sure, man. So UTPBB, uh, oh, yeah. you know, big mistake. What happens after yeah. after that? All right, so I go to UTPB, man. I make a mistake. I end up getting kicked off the team, man. You know, my ego gets in me. So I'm just like, all right. So when I get kicked off the team, I think about, like, this is when I'm like, like, do I even want to really play football? You know, like, you know, I was going through that, you know. I was standing in some apartment with some of my homies. Shout out to them boys. You know, uh, one of them actually a boxer now. One of them a rapper. So, you know, everybody coming up. Uh, but, uh, you know, uh, bro, it, you know, those times was when, you know, I clicked. Because, you know, I, I didn't talk to nobody, bro. Like, after high school, after I graduated, I know I didn't communicate with you much. I, but I was yeah. to every, like, I shut everybody out. So, you know, and that, and that was a lot for me because, you know, me, I'm, I want to kick it with everybody all the time. You know? Now, super I'm, nice. you know, but now it's like I'm real, you know, to myself. But, I mean, what, you know, that happened. So I, I finally built up the confidence. One day I'm like, fuck it. Like, I'm like, I don't like this. You know, I don't like this. So I start, I get on the email list. I talk, I actually text Coach Brody. I'm like, Coach Brody, like, help me out, like. I want to play ball. Like, I need a, like, a coach's letter, like, you know, help me out. Coach Brody, bro, like that, bro. Like, in a couple hours, bro, in a couple hours, I hit him up that morning. Like, the end of the day, he had a whole letter written out for me. Like, uh, what's up? Shout out to Coach Brody one time. My dog, bro. You know, shout out to him, man. My man, man went through the fitness journey. I love it. But, yeah, I know, uh, man. Both, both, both. Uh, both of them, yeah. Yeah, and Bo too. Shout out to him. Yeah, 
But um, so you know, I text Coach Brody. He sent me the letter or whatever. I just get online, bro. I'm talking every JUCO. Nick, I am forwarding email. I'm forwarding this email to every JUCO, switching out the name and switching out the coach's name, switching out the team name. Just you know, I had a like a template, but I was just switching out the name every time. Bro, I did that for every JUCO. You know, every JUCO except for California. California has its own JUCO system, but every JUCO in America, bro, I sent one to their coach, their recruiting coordinator, their head coach, recruiting coordinator, receiver coach. Sent it to every school. And then in Cali, they have like like 60 JUCOs just in Cali. So I picked like 30 of them, and I just went ahead and picked all those. Sent out all the letters, and then I finally got one. I got three emails back. I got one from South Dakota. Uh, it, was, it was like North Dakota something, and they, yeah. they were like, Woods left. It was a, like a D three, and this is this is JUCO's, and I was sending letters to like D three. Like I finally just let go. Yeah. Like, I was like, I D three, D two, NAIA. I was sending them to whoever you know would take me. So I ended up getting a, a great opportunity at Phoenix College, bro. So and it's with um, Coach Flugrad. He's a I think he's coaching and uh, head coaching at um, uh, Montana State right now. Okay, you know, but you know, shout out to him, but. You know, he he believed in me, so they brought me down, bro. And in two and not even I wouldn't even say two days, probably like 30 something hours, bro. I made the decision to move to Phoenix and I was gone. Packed up. Dude, I love that. You feel me? I, I was I, like I, I, oh, go ahead, go ahead. No, 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 no. Uh, but you know, I was just like, bro, I can't like I I I, I had to make that move, you feel me? Like I had to get out that bullshit funk you know i was like i'm not finna wait and because uh like even even now, i i just heard a quote now and it, it works uh, great with this some rapper was talking about uh 30 minutes uh or 30 minutes of action is way better or is more effective than like three hours of planning yeah you feel me? It's, it's you feel me i love that so much and um i guess i want to you know, say a little bit about me as far as like after high school. The reason, not this isn't the reason why I joined the Air Force, but yeah, uh, there was a lot of reasons why I joined the Air Force, but the reason why I didn't play football, right? And yeah, a lot I of always, people yeah. go ahead. What? I always want to, like, because I, well, when you went to the Air Force, I was thinking, oh, Nicholas Adams going to go to the Air Force on the triple option like a motherfucker. You feel me? That's <laughs> yeah, I, like go play football. You know, that's what I was thinking. But then I, I have wish, to, get, man. you know, so, go on. So. so for everyone listening um, or that's going to listen, whenever, whenever this drops, it was actually springtime, right? It was the track time. Mm-hmm. I remember Dwayne is now no longer there because he had graduated, right, the year prior. It's just me and I'm me and Carlos, right? Because that was my dog, you know. And uh, I remember the UTB, UTPB coaches saying, hey, come to a practice. You know what I mean? Come to a scrimmage. They're like, we really want you on the squad, all this stuff. And it's like, we'll talk about you signing, et cetera, et cetera. So it's definitely like that was like kind of in the back. And then I had a few schools, you know what I mean? I remember the Air Force, U.S. Uh, Air Force Academy recruiter uh, came by and talked to Coach King and talked to me and stuff. And this is this is one thing that I said, not regret, but I wish 
I would have took it more serious is why why that kind of like scared me off. And it didn't scare me off as in like I was scared to do it, but like yeah. there was like, yeah, you just need a congressman endorsement, right? And when you think Congress, like I'm thinking people don't think to... Yeah, you think about like like Washington DC, but no, there's congressmen in Texas, right? You have local, you know what I mean? But like not local, but you have state congressmen. Yeah. But I didn't they... know that. So as a kid, you know what I mean, that grew up, I, I don't know. I don't think we were middle class. I think we were like somewhere in the middle between lower and middle class. That It just seemed like out of sight. You know what I mean? Like I go and tell my mom, hey, oh. I need a congressman. Like, you know what I mean? Like letter of recommendation. Like where I don't know nobody yes. you know, in, in politics, but I'm sure I could have. You know what I mean? Because so many people knew us just through, you know what I mean? Like football that I, I'm sure I could have done it, but it would just seem so like so far off. Right. And then also, you know what I mean? Like uh, Angelo State was talking to me, but nobody really other than UTPB, nobody really offered anything. Offered you nothing. No, but there was a lot of talks, you know. Yeah. And I remember uh i was at the mall one day and i was like yeah that was just me i don't know why i went there for what <laughs> for what i was there for but i went and talked to the air force recruiter on my own just talked didn't didn't sign anything didn't have plans of joining just asked a few questions then i left he was a pretty good dude saw humphreys never forget him uh i don't know where he's at now i'm talking to him a long time but then i go back to school the next week right we're still running track doing all this stuff and Everyone's like asking me what I'm gonna do, blah blah blah, all this stuff. And we're not talking just like my friends, we're talking teachers. <laughs> you know what weird. I mean? Like my parents, all this stuff. And I'm like, I don't know yet. I don't know yet. Okay, now you all right. Now we can I don't want to interrupt you, but back to no. the mental health. Now I can see that part of high school was very stressful for me, finding out what I wanted to do after. That yeah. part probably would mess with me the most, but I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, no. And then I remember, um, I remember going back there talking to him again, and I took like a practice ASVAB, which is like the test you need to take to join there. And then that was it, and I left again. I didn't sign anything. And I'm 18 at the at this time, by the way. It's just so y'all don't know. So like, I can sign my life away if I want to. And uh, I remember my English, I remember my English teacher uh, was talking about like a final assignment that we have to do, et cetera, et cetera. And it wasn't due to another two months because we still had like two or three months left of school. Yeah, Miss Murray. And no, Miss Dubosky. Shout out to Miss Dubosky. Uh, but uh, she was like, she was like, yeah. She was like, make sure you put a lot of memories in there, et cetera, et cetera. You know, there's a lot of people here that are support you, that are behind you. And when she told me that, I knew she was because she genuinely cared about me. She was a great teacher. Mm. I loved her. But I was like, yeah, I was like, there. that's definitely true. There's a lot of people that support me, but there's a lot of people that want to see me fall. Mm -hmm. A lot of people, you know, and you got to think about me, myself and like, like Sebastian, right, as kids, right? Dude, 
by the time like senior year came around, bro, like think about us in like middle and middle school, like the the buoy days, like there's so many people that were just waiting for a downfall, you know? Yeah, bro. I know. And, uh, you know, and uh, I remember, I remember, uh, I remember I just had to leave. It was, And that's why I said I love that, Dwayne. You have no idea. I was like, I cannot stay here anymore. I was like, I don't care if that means not playing football. I was like, I just had, and it was, I'm not talking Odessa. I'm talking West Texas. If they would have said Angelo State would have said, here's a full ride. Blah, 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 all this stuff. I was like, dude, no. I was like, if it's anywhere near where I live, I was like, I'm not, I can't. You did the sport out of high school. See, I had to go dabble in here. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, because like, I just just knew, right? I was like, okay, I go pay for UTPB, right? I'm still going to be broke, right? Yeah. I'm going to be spending a lot of time dedicated towards the craft, right? Which I loved, right? Mm-hmm. And I was like, it just didn't make sense to me. You know what I mean? And I know I was like, I'm still going to be in this bubble of just it's all little, these people. It'll be the these, same. It'll be yeah. the same. Now yeah. I'm a <laughs> bigger person yes, here. Bro. And, I don't and know. Lo- and luckily, luckily, I got sent to Korea, which is literally on the other side of the dang planet. Oh. You know <laughs> what I mean? <laughs> but oh, oh, I'm gonna go. Go. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I had no idea I was going there either. But He's like, where did you go? Dude. California? No, I went Korea. <laughs> yeah, and then like, like, let let me let me circle back. How, with, like when when I my, was. How was the flight to Korea, bro? How was the 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 feeling of just? I'll I'll explain that, but real quick, let me circle back to my supervisor asking me like the man I am today, right? And I'm like, yeah. As much as like where I come from had a lot of negatives, I think that kind of social pressure, you know what I mean? And I also had a lot of pressure from like you know my old man because he was like, I was. Not destined. I hate that. I hate that work. That makes me sound obnoxious. But like everyone was like, that's you play football. Like that's what you do. You know what I mean? So to to just be able to stand up for myself and all the social pressure that I had, you know what I mean? Like, this is not a teenager. I was just like, F all that. I don't care what y'all say. I was like, this is a decision that I'm making and I'm making alone. And it I don't regret it, man. Like not even, you, excuse me, not I'll even a little bit. <laughs> I, mean, I like yeah, no. you know. I, bro, I you got, got a hot world. Like you still do. I mean, like this. Yeah. I'm not. I'm jealous of that. Though. I'm not gonna lie. I'm jealous of you. Got to travel the world, bro. Like that. <laughs> That's my, you know, I, I still have that goal to get there, you know, and, you know, hopefully with this fight and stuff, everything will get there. Well, not even hopefully, it will get there. But, you know, it, uh, you've been to Korea, you've been in like, Africa, bro. You were in, when you, when I talked to you, when you were in Switzerland, you sent me those pictures, like, bro, <laughs> I was like, what the, like, bro, this is, 
I want to be there. I want to actually see that with my own eyes. You feel me? Like, and yeah, man, I was super, super blessed for that for sure. And like, think, 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 and think about like, think about, <laughs> think about opportunities. You know what I mean? Like, there's, there's different doors that we all lay, different doors, different cards that we lay out on the table on the day to day, right? And in those moments, as an 18 year old, you know, 17 year old, they get really crucial. You know what I mean? And all it takes yeah. is a small little opening for your life to alter completely. That's you know true. what I mean? That's like, think about this one decision. This one decision was the difference between who knows, you know, playing a UCBB mm-hmm. and then I think 19 different countries. Yeah. yeah you know what I mean? Like decision made just to change <laughs> like that. It is wild, bro. That's but, uh, crazy. That flight, man. I have forgot. Dude, it was honestly the worst experience of my life. It was the worst. Were you like scared or were you like anxious? Well, what, what? I was I was definitely anxious for sure. So this is how it kind of like bo- break breakdown real quick you go to boot camp for like nine weeks um Mm -hmm. after boot camp you go to technical training which is like your job training now depending on what your job is in air force you go different places right it's like there's some in like florida there's some in like mississippi there's some that are in texas mine was in texas on the same base as boot camp so we went like down the street But other uh, but other jobs went different places. I'm kind of glad we didn't go to another place because you got to pick up all your stuff. And then obviously it was still cool to be in Texas because then yeah. I'm not in boot camp anymore and I can like see my family. Yeah, that's so I'm good. still in San Antonio for another three months doing job training. And while you're in your job training within those three months, you find out where you're getting stationed at. And everyone got a lot of places, right? Luckily, there was a lot of friends I knew that were getting Korea. But mm-hmm. once you finish your technical training, you graduate, then you can take like a few like vacation days. I think the maximum was like 10. Yeah. So luckily, I, gr- I graduated in December. I was able to be there for Christmas right before I left for Korea because I graduated like December 20th. And then I oh. took my 10, 10 days and I was able to be there for Christmas. Oh. Up on a. So I hop on a plane, right? And most people had layovers that I knew were going to Korea. And we were all going at different times because some people took like six days. Some people took seven. I took the whole 10 because I love my family. And yeah, so we, I didn't know and people, I didn't go on a flight with anybody I knew. There was nobody else from Texas that I knew. So it's weird because I was texting everybody and they're like, yeah, I got to lay over in LAX. I got to lay over in Alaska or yeah. no, or Seattle, whether I got to lay over. And there's a few people that had layovers in Japan and then Japan to Korea. I didn't have no layover. Sure. They put me on a plane right from Midland to DFW, Dallas, Fort Worth, all the way to Incheon, Seoul. It was an 18-hour flight, bro. When I say I, oh, it was the worst experience of my life. And I was probably one of, like, four Americans on this plane. And 
Uh-huh. It's, it smelled like kimchi, which if you don't know what kimchi is, it's like raw cabbage and noodles like- and ass, right? Yeah, fuck. On this plane. Because <laughs> everybody, you're on a plane for 18 hours, bro. You know how you smell after like a car ride, like a long car ride? Imagine yeah. 18 hours, bro. Look, hey, right? and you- them spices ain't gonna help you out. <laughs> Yo, and I had like I had like a cramp in my side, bro, from just sitting down so long. I still have to go to the bathroom, and I'm just like, dude, oh, uh, it was it was the absolute worst. But once I got there, I was still very anxious, and reporting in to to work and stuff was still super anxious. But then I started to see people that I knew from technical training, and luckily, That's- luckily I didn't go by myself, dude. If I would went I went, I traveled by myself, but like, luckily I didn't go through like those beginning stages of work by myself. I, I had seen so familiar faces because if not, dude, that would have been rough. That would have been super rough. Yep. And then I was there for a year. I go from Korea to Germany. I was in Germany for two. I uh, was about 30 minutes from France. This is driving. Mm-hmm. 45, 45 from Belgium about an hour from the Netherlands. <laughs> that's that's where all the traveling, you know what I mean? Yeah. I, I think I was an hour and a half, no, like three hours from Switzerland driving. Um, yeah, man, we were just out there, bro. Yeah. Like d- doing the damn thing, living our best life, trying to, trying to enjoy other cultures, trying to enjoy, you know, the time we have. I never forget. Never- I don't recommend... Mm-hmm. Anybody going to Paris because it's a lot of money. Like if you go want to go to Europe, go to like Spain or Switzerland or you know Croatia or somewhere somewhere that's cooler. Uh, Paris is kind of overrated. But I'll never forget that was the first place I went to when I got to Germany, um, and it was my first weekend there. I hadn't even started working yet. I was still like in process. And I knew a person from Korea that had got there before me. He was like, hey, let's go to Paris. It's only a two-hour drive. So I, we drive to Paris. And we get there at, like, the evening time, whatever. Or the sun's about to go down. And I remember we check into, like, wherever we were staying. And it was my boy, Choi. Shout out to Choi. Uh, he's a good dude. And we go. We're getting ready to go eat at this place. It's, like, right by the Eiffel Tower. But before, obviously, we got to take pictures. And it's lit up. Heck yeah, you got it. doing it big in France. And, and dude, I remember, and I hadn't felt like this on any other trip. Remember, guys, Paris is overrated. If you're going to spend $1,000, don't go there. Go somewhere else. But I remember being there, bro, and looking at the Eiffel Tower. And I was just like, I, I guess I starstruck. Would probably be the best word. Like it, I thought. I thought of it as like a celebrity, right? I was just like, "Dude, how did I end up here?" I was like, "There's people, yeah. <clears throat> all all walks of life, that go their whole entire life yeah, wanting to true. see, wanting to see this, right?" And I'm doing this for essentially free. No, you, know? you feel me, like. <laughs> And I was expensive, you know. You get fed like you get paid. <laughs> it's wild, bro. It's wild. And I was like, yeah. 
I, dude, I was I was so shook. I'll never forget that to the day I die, man. The first time I saw the Eiffel Tower, it was um, it was amazing, man. It was it was beautiful. It lit up all this stuff, and I ain't gonna lie, I probably would have cried. <laughs> I would tear it up like shit, beautiful. <laughs> dude, uh, yeah, definitely yeah. a great experience. And then after Germany, I did a lot of traveling. I went to Turkey. COVID kind of hit, and then now I'm back in the states, man. But it just there's so much that went went along in the past five years, and it, it uh, turned me into who the man I am today. <laughs> and speaking of that, I want to talk about this whole uh, fighting journey. Talk to me about Ooh. how that started, man. I'm so curious, man. You know, it's I do get this a lot because I I've never been the fighting type. You know, I've always yeah. been a peace among men but uh you know bro i was just you know covid bro you know covid did some things to everybody bro i was just when covid went down bro you know i was never really big into like martial arts and then like that but one day i just sat down and i watched ufc one i was i was bored i had the us espn plus subscription i was like let me watch this ufc one thing like i had watched i i had seen that you know ufc is on like espn now you know like they finally yeah. got or whatever. So I was like, all right, let me let me watch UFC one. So I watched UFC one, bro, and I'm, I'm blown away. I'm like, you know, and I suggest, but if y'all haven't watched it, go watch UFC one. It is even if you don't like fighting, it's just a very interesting thing. Like if you just just think of like all these separate different martial arts coming together just to prove and see which is better. Like you would think like a boxer would beat up a jujitsu person like that. But that's not the case. You think a kickboxer would beat up or get beat up by like a Taekwondo dude or something. That's not the case. Yeah. You know, like UFC one proved that and shown it. Like, so it, it was literally like the ultimate underdog story, feeling. So I watched it in Royce Gracie, you know, just master, you know, shout out Royce Gracie. But uh, you know, I watched him and I was like, how did this 165 pound little short Brazilian dude? whoop this 225 pound yoke kickboxer who looks like he should knock bro out one. Yeah. like and the crazy like the man didn't throw one punch throughout the yep. whole tournament went through three four fights didn't throw one punch. he did a little you know a little thing but anyway so i watched ufc one and after that i was kind of clicked so i started watching ufc more covid happened i didn't have nothing to do i was sitting there watching fights so for my new year's resolution last year i was like I need to get back. I, and also, bro, if, I got fat. You know, I, when I when my yeah. daughter was born, I got lazy. And I got fat, bro. It was the first time in my life I did not have an ass. <laughs> Looked in the mirror and I was fat, my boy. I, I did not like it. <laughs> I, I was upset with myself, bro. And man, shout out to, you know, Chase, Rashawn, and Day uh, Day, bro, because, you know, I, I still chat with them. And we were in a little group chat. And... Uh, you know, I had like I, I I don't remember what it was, but like I there was a picture that had my body in it, and they were like, "Bro, you." And I was like, <laughs> I was like "Yeah, and I was like, no, nah, nah, I ain't fat, you know, nah, I ain't." But bro, like, shout out to them, bro, because they really bullied me out of getting like getting back into shape, bro. Like, they're the reason why I started like going back to the gym to lose weight. But then when I started losing weight, I was like, I want to do, like, more of a fun workout. So I was like, 
fuck it. I'm going to just try MMA. So I made my resolution. I didn't do it till like January 16th. It was, I think, the day I walked in the gym. And, man, I walked in that gym, bro, thinking that I was going to mop everybody up. You know, I'm thinking I'm, <laughs> a, I'm an athlete. You know, this going to be slight, whatever. I walk in, the first thing I do, I see some light-skinned dude looking like you, tatted up, yada, yada. He's like 140 pounds. I'm like, yeah, I'm going to whoop, bro. You know? Nick, I go Mop. get peppered up. Mop. Peppered up. And that's not even the worst part. So I'm at my first class, and there's a pro. There's this female who's a pro. Her name is April Abrigana. I can't say her last name, but shout out April Abrigana. She know who she is. Bro, we were body sparring, bro, my very first day. This is a female. She's like 23 years old, bro. I'm getting Nick. I can't even touch her. I, yeah. I can't even touch her, bro. She is whooping me, bro. And the coach is just looking at me like, like, what's going on? <laughs> I'm like, oh, I swear, like, this. she's doing something that I don't know about. <laughs> you feel me? Like, she got to be. But, bro, it took that, you know, that female right there to beat me up, to humble me, like, Oh, bro, yeah. like you, this isn't this is something you got to come into and learn. So, you know, don't get me wrong, I picked it up a lot quicker than most people because you know, just being an athlete and all that, that helps out. Yeah. So, you know, you know, I've been training for what now? It's not even a year yet, bro. So, you know, I, I've came a long way. You feel me? No, bro, I know. Yeah. I love to see it too, man. That's dope. So, talk to me about. I guess the process of I know you had your would you consider that an amateur fight like I don't I don't know like I I know like uh the different um mm -hmm. I guess leagues there are other than like the UFC uh but like as far as like how do you how do you how do you see yourself ascending like how does that work what does that look Ooh. like how do I see all right so like my last recent fight was an amateur fight but um Another thing, I, the gym I walked into, bro, I literally just Googled MMA gym. And luckily, I the coach that is right down the street, bro, is and he's a world-class striking coach. His name is Steven Wright, bro. He uh he coached Johnny Hendricks, who's a UFC champion. Yeah. Uh, uh Abdul Razak Hassan, he comes down and trains with him. Kumar Usman was in the gym training with him. Valentina Shevchenko, like all of these top talent people. And he's 15 minutes from my house. You feel me? Yeah. I, luckily, I, I've, you know, been working with the best, bro. So, you know, he can, he has a lot of connections. So, for me, I, I had my very first fight in a national Muay Thai tournament. Like, my very first fight yeah. was in a national Thai tournament. So, I didn't win. <laughs> I didn't win whatsoever. You feel me? I went in there and, you know, it wasn't like, bro, it was better. I went in there and gassed out, bro, like. I, yeah. I, I have I, I hate watching it because it makes me so upset because it's not like bro was better than me, but I gassed out and then I was like, you know what, bro, I'm not letting that happen no more. So yeah, after sure. that fight, bro, I started grinding extra hard, you know, and that was probably just like three, four months into it. You know, he usually he doesn't let people fight for like you know a year or so of training. So you know, he's yeah, putting a lot about you, bro. You feel me? You know, so. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm just taking it day by day, but um, damn, I know I got off track. Uh, no, okay, yeah, yeah. So you talked about you talked about your first tournament, you know, national Muay Thai fight, and then obviously going forward past that, 
you had your amateur fight. So what happens next? Yeah. So right now, um, so what I was told is we will go pro in April. So right now it's just it's training, bro. Like it's mostly for me. I need to work on jujitsu. You know my grappling wise. So yeah. the steps, just you know, the class five days a week. You know, I try my best to get to all five. Um, you know, it's it's just a weekly grind, bro. You know, we got. Yeah. And when you week- when you when you say pro, right? Are you talking and specifically Muay Thai or like MMA? As uh, in MMA, so like I can't. When I say pro, if I go pro in MMA, I'll eventually like I'm automatically going pro in Muay Thai. Like once you go pro, you're yeah, pro. Yeah. Really, so, um, um, Muay Thai isn't really my path because don't get me wrong. Like I'm a striker, but you know Muay Thai is more for like people that want to be right in your face striking and shit. I got, I'm too pretty yeah. for that. Really, so, <laughs> I, and I'm, I'm athletic enough to grapple as well. So I would rather yeah. go pro. And that's where the money's at, you know. That's where the money's at. But um, as far as promotions go, it won't be like a, a UFC, like, pro fighter. Yeah. It'll be under uh, – with a great thing also of having Steven Rogers, my coach, is he hosts his own pro shows. So oh, okay. Yeah, that's what I, that that's what I'm getting at. I was like, I was like, when you mean pro, like obviously, because I know there's different leagues. Obviously, mm-hmm. nobody just goes to the UFC, you know. So it's like, yeah. I didn't know, I didn't know where you're gonna be fighting in. Um, yeah, the promotion. Yeah, yeah. So it'll be most most likely it'll be for his promotion, unless we find something else that's a little better. But that's, that's you know, as a man. I only got one amateur fight, so you know it's really just building the label down. Shout out to Dwayne Amoya, one and zero. If you see him, he kicking your ass too. You know what I mean? I feel you that man. Me? I'm so proud of you, man. I'm so proud of you. Um, I especially it, because like, like you know, you call it what it is. You know, like like how Dede and and chasing them said, it's just like. Dude, obviously you were older a year older than me. So when I saw you fall off, and then I was like, okay, when well, I he's going to Arizona, and then you know what I mean. Like I, I just didn't know what you were doing. Um, but I'm telling you, bro. Like it, and, for me, it was hard for me to talk to anyone, bro. Like that was I know. Hardest. I don't want to because I feel like I'll disappoint people. You feel me? It was hard either. Hear me out. It it goes back to what I was saying when we were talking about inside hole. Yeah. It's like you're not scared of Coach King, right? You're scared of yourself. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm telling you, no, I understand. Um, but when I saw you pick it up, this was before I ate saw one and oh or anything like that, dude. And I saw you, I was just like, I was like, dang man, that's awesome. See, look, I'm getting professional. But I was like, dang, man, I was like, dude, Dwayne's really doing the damn thing. And this was like you like you had just started. You know, yeah, uh, I remember because it was COVID, and I was like, "That's so cool." And uh, dude, to see you where you're at now, like, it's just it, it's it's so amazing to just see things manifest and see you putting in the work, bro. Because it doesn't it doesn't happen like that, you know. Yeah. It sure doesn't. I want to know real quick too, um, as far as like. Your diet, man. What you what 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 you be eating, bro? Because I know you burn a lot of calories. 
That was, man. <laughs> I don't have one, Nicholas. I ain't gonna cap with you. I, I do not have the best diet, but what I do, <laughs> I try to, you know, stay away from certain things. But it's not like I eat bad, you know. You know, it's yeah. not like out here eating fucking, I don't know, funnel cakes and yeah, yeah like that. But I, I keep it moderate, bro. You know. Lately, I've been eating a lot more breakfast. I usually never eat breakfast. Like in high school, like I remember hearing yeah. on one podcast, y'all were talking about breakfast, and I was like, hey, it clicked in my head. Like, yeah, we never ate breakfast. Like, we was just, <laughs> hey, wait for lunch. We wait to yeah. go to Bush's. <laughs> the student special, baby. That's crazy. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, I feel that. I was just, I was just curious because, um, you know, that probably might change come what? Like, you know, once yeah. you, like, start getting into real fights. Obviously not, not like, year-round, but once you get into a camp, yeah. you know what I mean? I got you, I got you. Yeah, um, definitely uh, three months out. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's that's dope, man. Um, but we got to give me, give me some time, man. Let me, let me enjoy yeah, no. it. <laughs> what a now. I got yeah, you, yeah, man. I'm, I'm super proud, man. Shout out. Shout out. Uh, what was the gym again? Oh, uh, War Room Gym out in the Metro Flex in Fort Worth, Texas. Stephen War Ryan. Room Gym. Shout oh, out. Cool. You want to know what's crazy? I got family in Fort Worth, and I told you this, I think. Mm-hmm. December, in like about a few weeks, I'm actually moving to um, Wichita Falls. Yes, sir. So yeah, we finna. I'll be, yeah. Next and you know. Yo. Most people don't know, man. I'm definitely not. Like I said, it's been forever. But I did Taekwondo up until, like, eighth grade, bro. I was going to say, bro, if you ever want. (laughs) (laughs) I'm telling you, no cap. That man will get you right. I promise you. And you the perfect everything, bro. Um, If you ever want to beat people up for money, I'm just saying. (laughs) You want to smash smash guys for money. Yeah, man, I do. I I do. Uh, once I move down, get settled, in, I'll definitely, I'll definitely pay a visit for sure, man. Because I've always, you know, I've always been competitive and about that life for real. <laughs> oh yeah, um, and it's a great workout. Yeah, exactly. Uh, what else was I gonna say? What was I just talking about? I'm sorry. I usually don't lose my my spot like this. Oh yeah, moving, moving with South Paul. Yeah, so. We'll definitely uh, have to link up there for sure. Um, you know what I was thinking about? You were talking about fighting real quick. I thought about, I remember that one time we were throwing routes and with Trent. <laughs> yeah, it was you, me, and Trent. And it was, this was 2013, yeah, because this was going into Trent's senior year. And we, uh, we were about to, he was like, bro, y'all ready to fight? And I'm like, what? Oh, <laughs> I forgot about that. He just yeah, put he us. Said, <laughs> he said, my girl from Amarillo is is stalking me. She said her her new man is about to come and and, and try to try to whoop me. He said, what? <laughs> Trent, bro, why are you dealing with all these crazy females, bro? What is wrong with bro. you? And we was all looking at we're on on a football field, bro, at the high school, like looking around, like like where they at though, you know? Yeah, you feel me? That's exactly <laughs> they had us live, like, oh, where these motherfuckers at this trip? 
Be <laughs> <laughs> you, yeah. With all three of us, you feel me? Like, <laughs> nah, that's how we love. Always been about that, man. So we're gonna we're getting towards the tail end. Uh, I got a few more questions I want to ask you um, before I let you go, man. Um, yeah. Just to spark the thoughts and. This is something I I think I'm going to start doing. It's not something I do every podcast. Like I said, it's pretty genuine. But I really got asked this recently. And I was like, let me, let me, um, let me start asking people I have on the podcast. So dinner, right? Dinner table, you got four people, right? Dead or alive. Who are you having dinner with? Who am I having dinner with? Ooh. Well, I got to have dinner with Wayne because that's my favorite artist right there. You feel me? We. Uh, that's, that's a real good question. I'd have to think. Dang, can it be like people that have been gone? Yeah, like, dead or alive. It doesn't matter. Oh, you said dead or alive? Oh, Mike, Jack, I got to eat with Mike. Okay. Uh, oh. Ooh, Kobe. I okay. get from Kobe. And here, let me dead alive. Hmm. Who's somebody just funny? I, I need to have somebody just funny to crack me up at the dinner table. Probably, probably Dave Chappelle. Probably, probably Dave Chappelle at the table. <laughs> okay. Mike. Uh, what the hell I just say? Dave Chappelle, Mike Jack. Um. Dang. You said Dave Chappelle, Michael Jackson, uh, oh, Lil Wayne, all the way compared to Lil Wayne, and then one more. But I hate. That. I swear, I got short-term memory loss. I swear, I'm like, <laughs> I swear to God, that's rubbing off on me, man. Um, it's all them damn concussions from football. Nobody want to talk about it's all that blocking yeah. in my head. <laughs> All that inside hole, that's what it is. Run it again. Yeah, that's facts. What uh what was the fourth one you said? Dave Chappelle, Wheezy. Michael Jackson, Lil Wayne. And Kobe. Kobe, yeah. Yeah, my bad. We got it. What about you? (sighs) So first one is Muhammad Ali. That's that's the first one. Uh, second one is Michael Jackson. Okay. Third one would be Kobe. And my fourth one, this is where, like, it actually gets difficult to me because the top three is, like, real easy. But I want to say it's it's probably going to be Martin Lawrence would probably be my fourth one. Okay. Because he's real, like, live, like, you know what I mean? Like, his comedy is like real, like ah, ah. it's like you yeah. know what I mean. So, yeah, he got a uh, attracting everybody type. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, I know. Yeah, yeah, man. It's just crazy. It's a, it just kind of sparks, you know, good conversation or whatnot. Um, but I do do this every podcast, uh, you know, because I think mental health is a real, real big deal, and um. We just got to check up on each other, you know, especially as men. I feel like 
Uh, yeah. We don't do that enough, and it's not talked about enough. And too tough, bro. Too tough. Just wanna. I, I'm. Sh- I'm sure you are, but always just gonna ask the question, man. You know. No, how, how you feel? How you feel? You're doing, man. You doing all right? I mean, whew, I mean now. I am doing a lot better because I was struggling with some things and I had to let go of, and I finally got that peace of mind from it. So now, now I'm doing better, you know, you know, back, you know, probably pandemic wise, I wasn't in a good state of, you know, state of mind, but we done, we done fought through it, man. It's at the end of the day, we always going to push through and make it. That's good to hear, man. Hey, and you're not the only one, dude. Pandemic, I was I was on a real low, low 2020, even the beginning of 2021. I was at a, at a real dark time in my life, too. And luckily, by the grace of God, yes, sir. He, pulled, he, he pulled us through it. You know what I mean? Um, so that, that's always a good thing. Yes, sir. As we wrap it up, Big Dog, <laughs> I just want to ask um, – is there anything out there? It could be motivational. It could be funny. It could be anything. It doesn't have to be even serious, deep, whatever, whatever comes to mind. Is there anything out there you want to tell the audience? Um, as just like, you know, a final, uh, final oh. send off piece of advice. I mean, at the end of the day, man, just stay positive and keep going. I mean, just stay up. That's all you can do. I mean, just always try to look for the best in you. You know, you can't change others, man. So, you know, you can only affect yourself. So how I see this, you just, yeah, just keep your head up, bro. I mean, it's it's a simple thing to do, but hard. You know, simple thing to say, but hard to do, you know. Yeah. And always it's, just make sure you look out for your people, too. Yeah. Hey, yeah. Yeah. Check up on your folks, man. Yeah. Because Yep, left and right, man. You hear about uh, Jordan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Rest yeah. in peace, man. Gone way too soon. Yeah. Well, sweet Sherbert. Yeah, dude, he was one of the nicest people I've ever met, dude. And he wasn't ever scared because he went to Bowie, right? He wasn't ever scared to come up to me because he was an underclassman, right? He was like, hey, Nick, can I, can I run routes with y'all? Like, dude, there was no underclassman that had the courage to do that. You know what I mean? But... He was just so full of life, and but I mean, he uh, never had fear. I'll be real, bro. He used to run across the middle like a man. <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> he was, you know, I, you know, and even if after after his little football life, man, he was out there just willing to deal with no cars. You feel me? Set people up for success. So, you know, shout out, bro. Yeah, yeah, God bless, God bless him and his family, man. You know, it's, it's never good to see somebody gone too soon. But, um, yeah, man, I feel like I feel like we did a good job. What do you think? We did uh, We did great. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> how, how, how does it feel being on a podcast? Hey, I mean, I need to work on my speaking skills. I can tell you that. Yeah. <laughs> but, you yeah, know, but I'm bad at telling stories. You feel me? Oh, oh bad. I get to jump into this, this, this. Yeah. Well, but... luckily, I've had a lot of practice. Uh, yeah, I mean, I my dad, because my dad's a good... huh. You ran this real smooth, like you helped me get back on track. You ran it real, real smooth. That's what I'm saying. Oh yeah, man. I mean, I, it's it's what I do. I feel like I'm naturally 
uh, skilled at this. Uh, I like talking. Uh, I like getting messages out there to people, you know. Um, I don't stutter. That's always good, you know. <laughs> so uh, I, I, I really started this podcast, one, to keep in touch with great people in my life, and two, just to, to get different perspectives, you know, because I feel like me joining the Air Force, I've met so many different people that have taught me so many things. That's why I had to leave. You know, I had to get out of Odessa, Texas. And yeah. there's so much to learn from the people that I grew up around and from the people that I traveled the world with. And to get these messages out, who knows who, who we're going to inspire or help save. You know what I mean? Like you said, there's people struggling. There's people going through all kinds of stuff. And I don't get that many views on this, but that's not why. It's not the that's point. You know, it just takes that one person. And if I can help that one person, that's more than enough for me. I was going to say, hey, the thing, what you don't know, is there's always eyes watching. they not always talking. That's not my thing. So we'll end it on that. Um, guys, thank you for tuning in. Thank you guys for listening. Be sure to check out Dwayne coming soon. Uh, before you know it, he's going to be in the, the UFC. This is me it's talking. Now why they cheat. <laughs> you know why they cheat. Exactly right. Uh, all my people at uh, the Odessa Twin Peaks, y'all going to be watching my boy Dwayne, hometown mm-hmm. hero. You know what I mean? Yeah. Finding, finding, and uh, on me. You feel me? No. I don't know what I don't know what weight class is fighting in, but you but you'll see him. Uh, well to wait, baby. Well to wait at every Twin Peaks. Tomorrow um, have to go at it across the nation. But all right, guys, thank you guys for tuning in, Dwayne. It has been a pleasure, my dude. You're a real one, and it was good just catching up. I know. You know, a minute, <laughs> a long ass minute. Yeah, and part of that, I know, like like you said, you um, you know, you kind of stuck to yourself, but a lot of that had to do with, with with myself too, and being busy. Uh, you know, I can always reach out. A phone definitely works both ways, so I'll be in touch. And like I said, I'll definitely be closer. So we'll definitely oh, yeah. link up real soon. Yes, sir. Alrighty, All brother. Thank you. Uh, one last thing. Um, yeah. I feel like I've been trying to end this forever, but. Shout out to uh, your little one. I hope I hope the family's doing good. I love those people. Yeah, my little baby. Yeah, can't wait to meet her. I'm sure she is such a cutie and a blessing. So, oh, yeah. thank you. Appreciate it, brody. All right, boss. I'll talk to you, man. All right, y'all take care, everybody.